0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Brown Girl Gabby. It is August 9th, 2019, and I'm coming to you guys live from Miami. The weather has been beautiful, has been amazing. I'm currently here for the NABJ conference, which, if you don't know what NABJ stands for, is the National Association of Black Journalists. And I know I've been gone for a couple weeks, but that was like, I'm not even going to go off on my tangent of like, okay, I needed it, or I was messing up. I generally took those weeks with intent off. Um, Because I needed a break and I needed to do some self-care and I'm just gonna go into details of like everything I've been going through because I want to be more vulnerable with my audience and more vulnerable with my brand and just like be real with you guys of like What I've learned and you guys if you guys don't know I don't like to come to you guys with unanswered problems Like if I'm in a problem, I don't like to just say the problem and then I'm like Well, good luck to anybody else that's dealing with that like I like to come to you guys when I feel like I have solved that problem, you know. So more recently with me coming to the NABJ conference, um, let's just go even go back further than that. Um, and I'm currently laying in my bed right now, mad comfortable, by the way. Before that, I took a good three weeks to, to four weeks off. <clears throat> and I'm going to say why. Um, I'm the type of person that lives under constant pressure. I'm the type of person that is feeling like she's running out of time feeling like somebody's coming from my spot somebody's gonna take you know what i dream about every night someone so if i if i go to sleep right now somebody's gonna take that and i used to think that being a workaholic was a good thing i used to think that that was something to be proud of and that you have that kind of work ethic but genuinely it is almost a curse it's nothing cute about it there's nothing cute about that kind of behavior because it's obsessive and it's excessive. So I had to take a break because with that mindset, it only further serves the pressure that I already put myself under. And it's almost like doing quantity over quality. And I'm not saying my work ever, you know, was shitty, but like my ability to be consistent with my work and always put 100% because I'm spreading myself so thin was definitely a problem for me. I started getting headaches. I started getting headaches because I was like dead ass thinking too much. Like I, every time I would like meditate, the headaches would go away. And that's how I knew no ibuprofen and no Advil was gonna do anything for me because it was obviously something that I genuinely needed to take a self-care break. And for me, that was really difficult because what the fuck does self-care look like for me? Self-care doesn't look like me staying in bed all day. I absolutely hate staying in bed all day. Um, And maybe that's ability of me not being able to sit still, but like, that's just to me, like, I can sit in bed, but like, that's not something I can do every time I need to take care of myself. Or, you know, people are like, go get a mask, put a mask on your face. That's not something to me that is like me taking care of my skin. Yes, my skin looks better and I appreciate that, but that's not something that really truly makes me feel better. And I realized that self-care is not the bullshit that they put on Twitter, but self-care is something you have to discover for yourself. It's a part of the journey of getting to know yourself of how to take care of yourself. And it doesn't look like everybody what everybody else does. And I think testing out whatever. Everybody else does is great because you can at least come to some sort of, um, ground or some type of middle to be like, okay, this didn't work, but this does work. And for me, what I realized with those three weeks, I also went on vacation. And so I had a lot of time to just dead ass put the work away. Cause I really told myself, you're not even going to think about work. You're not even going to even give work a train of thought because it's just going to take me down a deep loophole of like going crazy and just putting all this pressure and critiquing myself so much. I have a Virgo moon, by the way, for anybody that's in astrology. So you know what I'm working with. But um, I really had to take that break. And when I had that time to just think and just process stuff and just take care of myself, like I realized how to take care of myself for me. Putting my headphones on at the loudest volume I possibly can because I love my music and screaming it at the top of my lungs is self-care. Like, genuinely, I feel so much better because I love, I love, like, being able to emotionally connect with my music, and I love feeling the emotions of my music even though I'm not going through it. Like, I'm never, I'm not going through this breakup right now, but if I play Mary J. Blige, I'm gonna scream at the top of my lungs and I'm gonna almost cry. That's the type of energy I love. I love releasing in that way because it's almost like I'm taking on something else like to the fullest and most dramatic extent Extent and then I'm just like Releasing it by like screaming it and like I pretend like I'm performing it and to me that's Self-care because I feel so much better After I've like screamed out my favorite Song or like just Got back to some old music and just Reminded me of like a good time or something like That's just very much self-care to me And I even spent some time like laying in bed I spent some time reading um, I went to Cancun so I was staying by the beach And I was reading The Power of Now uh, By Eck- Eckhart Tolle Which is a really really good book because I wanted to be present And I was just meditating and I really was able to process where I am right now in my life and what phase I'm going through because I just took the time. Like I just was just rushing. Like I'm always trying to rush through things. I'm always trying to get them done. And when you really get to process them, you really get to understand yourself better. So skipping forward. Um, now I am in Miami And I, my inspiration for coming to this conference, because if I haven't said it before, I got free tickets to come here. So it was really much to me. I manifested it and I was meant to be here. So I was like, what am I about to get from this? What is about to happen? And um, I didn't come to network. I didn't want to be under pressure to be like, I gotta meet somebody so I'm successful or I gotta do this and gotta do that. Even though I think it's a great community to do that with if you're interested in journalism in any sense, PR, anything. You have to be at the NABJ conference And this is one of the largest of all time So I definitely was feeling the pressure Because I'm like damn I this might be the end all be all But I put that all aside And I was like you know what I'm going to come here and look for inspiration And motivation to get back in the game Because now that I took those weeks off Coming back to my art And coming back to working And deciding what direction I want to go on I felt really lost So let's talk about day one So day one, um, I get on the flight at seven in the morning, I land about nine, Uh, immediately from there I go to the convention, I have an eight, and I'm exhausted because I didn't sleep that night. So I'm kinda out of my game, I'm out of my element, I'm uncomfortable a little bit because I came by myself, so there is no Kiga King, but as you know I'm extrovert, so I do not give a damn, and I will talk to a rock on the street, but that day I was just not feeling it because I'm really tired right now. So skip forward, I go to the first panel discussion, and She's talking about how to secure your bag. And I'm already very triggered because she starts talking and she's like, okay, so I wanted to go work in New York City. As you all know, I love New York City and it's the number one market. If you're in journalism, you know that that is like the top tier. It's very hard to get a job there. So I was already very triggered because I'm like, damn. Like, you're cutting at my dreams right now. Like, you are literally saying, like, okay, you went to New York and it didn't happen. Like, I don't want to, like, are you trying to tell me to be realistic about my shit right now? Because it didn't happen. It doesn't happen that easily. And so she was just talking about how, like, I went to New York. I ended up going off track. I ended up moving to Texas and having to do something else and going in a whole different direction. It was just like I was just being pulled everywhere to now be where I want to be. But she said she had to take that detour to come back to her path to now know what she wants to do. And I was just thinking that whole time, yes, I understand, yes, I relate, and yes, I appreciate this journey, but at the same time, I don't wanna do this. Like, her end goal was like, I don't wanna do this. Like, I don't wanna be on local news in Boston, in New York, in Miami, in Texas. That's not what I wanna do. That's not for me, like, I don't want to be reporting crimes and weather, you know, even if I'm the anchor, which I think is an amazing position. And to even say that's difficult to get. I'm like, well, damn, I'll be damned if I work 10 years to get an anchor position. And it's not even what I want to do when I could have been investing in my dreams and doing something that I really want to do. So I was really, really um, scared in that moment because my journey doesn't look like everybody else's. And I really was realizing like, if I want to do what I want to do, the smaller my chances are getting. Because if I already don't want to do this, and it's already small of being an anchor woman and doing local news, then I mean, imagine if we're getting any bigger than that, then it only gets smaller. But I was just like, I won't be happy with that. I can't do that. And so I was very much like my, I was looking at somebody else's path and I was comparing myself to them. And I was thinking, okay, I don't fit into what I want, doesn't fit into their journey. And the steps they take is not fitting into mine. So, what the fuck am I finna do? Because there's no security in that. There's no like security in taking and following your dreams and going on a completely different path that you have to create for your own that nobody's gonna paint for you. And I had these seeds of doubt that had been planted. Um, With worry and fear Of just thinking like There's a million people that want to do what I want to do And how am I going to set myself apart and How is that going to happen for me And I don't know if this is something I should be doing And I don't want to be homeless And I don't want to be unsuccessful And I don't want to be like also If I do become successful and settle for something I don't want to have to settle So I was really just stressing out And I really had to have a TED talk moment with myself And I'm just going to give you guys last night's epiphanies This is probably going to be a rather short podcast Last night's Epiphanies, I had a whole-ass TED Talk with myself. I talked to the girls. I talked to my dad. I talked to my mom. I talked to everybody that's really close to me. Um, And I was just like, I don't know. I'm just really not believing in myself right now. And I really don't, like, it's almost like everything that everybody sees in you, I just could not see. Like, I was like, you, I don't want to be unrealistic about my goals. I don't want to be like... Gabby is gonna get her heart broken one day Because she's gonna get humbled by life That's my worst fear I'm gonna be real with everybody That's my worst fear Is I'm gonna get humbled by life And life's gonna be like That shit's not happening, babe The way you think it is and the time span that you think it is and I think I will be humbled by life That it's not going to happen in the time span that I think it is But I don't think I'm going to be humbled by life that it's not going to happen at all And I really had to have a talk with myself because the girls were like really giving me my pep talk But it wasn't until I had a pep talk with myself because I have to be convinced Once I go through every scenario and I'm like, okay, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? I really had to convince myself and I realized one my lack of faith of like why do you not believe that god and the universe does not want the same things as you why do you think that anybody would lead you on a path that is not what you want you know what i mean and why do you think that you can't do it and why do you think that it won't happen for you you know what i mean you have to really believe in yourself and not doubt and you can't let like the seeds of other people and their insecurities of what they can and can't do and affect yours and so I was really realizing that yesterday and I was really, really having a talk with myself because I, was, because I was really having a moment, but what I had to realize in that moment is the impossible is possible for me. I say that to myself all the time. I had to really get back on my manifestation shit and stop listening to the crazy shit that be, my brain be trying to tell me because I was like, no, because I manifest mad shit. I manifest mad career opportunities. And that's because, and I'm gonna tell you guys the key, doors always open for me, they never close. That's why I don't believe in failure and that's why failure doesn't get me down because the only person that gets me down most likely is myself thinking myself, you know, doubting myself, but failure does not get me down. Getting told no does not get me down. It makes me work harder. So I feel like overcoming my own self is my biggest battle over o- other than overcoming the world's, you know, opinion, you know. So I really had to realize like the impossible is possible for me and I've manifested mad shit this year and I've made mad shit happen for no damn reason. I didn't even mean to happen because I just keep saying the impossible is possible for me and doors never close, they open. I mean, if something closes, I'm not even upset because something else pops up the next day just because I have that mindset of abundance because I have that mindset of abundance now in other areas of my life, could I also have that, and it's talking about my finances, I'm talking about my love life having that positive, you know, uh, mindset, but like when it comes to my career, I really do believe I attract great things. And so also I had to realize my path doesn't look like everyone else's. I'm a unique person. You have to realize with yourself, you are a unique person. You are not going to have what somebody else's has because you're different. You're not going to do what other people do because you're different. You're not going to want what other people want because you're different. And that's okay. And that's something to embrace. You know what I mean? And I feel like before I'm trying to figure out how I can fit, where can I fit in? Where can I find myself? And you can't. And that creates fear of security. And that creates fear of like, okay, am I going to be like, Not Am I not going to be successful? But that's the most amazing part about it Is you create what it's going to look like That means that just because you don't have a job That makes this much Or just because you don't know this person Or do that You create your direction So there is no check marks You know what I mean? So anything could be a check mark Anybody I meet can be a check mark Any little thing that I do can be a check mark Because I'm creating it for myself And I really just had a whole epiphany and then today to see 111 222 333 444 555 all day just reminding me like yes this is the path for you creating something for yourself following your dreams and creating this podcast and sp- and speaking and sharing your voice is something that is dead ass for you like god is literally like bitch stop fucking playing with me like i've been seeing 333 for the past couple weeks because he's like stop ignoring it because this is your gift, this is your craft, and you have to find your gift, you have to find your craft, you have to be consistent with it and stop doubting it. And I know I have a problem, be consistent. I'm gonna be 100% with everybody in the room. Yes, I do, but I always come back to this, and every time I grab this microphone, I feel at home. Like, I feel like this is what I'm supposed to do. Like, it's just something in me. Like, I could cry right now. Like, every time I touch this mic, I feel like there's my passion again. And every time I'm away from it, I question it but every time I'm I'm consistent with it and I'm on this microphone I'm like there it is and I sometimes I stare away from my my mic and I stare away from my gift and I don't know if anybody can rate but I stare away from it because I feel like I ain't got all the answers right now I feel like okay well if it's not perfect and you know I guys you guys know I have that perfection mentality if I can't check this off the box I can't answer this and I don't know what this is I don't know what this is I lose the fun in it and when I lose the fun in it it stresses me out because I'm like they're not gonna like this they're not gonna like that and they're not gonna like this but at the end of the day, it's my brand, it's my art, and that people appreciate the fact that I'm authentic. And that's why I want to share this with you, because like there are gonna be people out there who appreciate the fact that I'm being real right now. Of like, I'm not perfect. I don't go through shit. I go through shit and I figure it out and I have a new conclusion, but I'm still not even where I need to be. And today I even heard um, something that really, really like spoke to me today. Of like Tom Joyner had a whole panel discussion today, and you know, he was saying you need to speak to your audience like it's you it's me and you and it's one-on-one instead of getting stressed out about this big picture of a thousand people are listening and i think that really really helped me realize like there's no pressure in this this is my art this is my craft and in the same sense to go into even more talking about pressure these people have to be replaced oprah has to be replaced tom Joyner has to be replaced he's retiring Fucking Ricky Smiley has to be replaced. People on the radio. Those are just my inspirations of people that are on the radio. Our, the Breakfast Club. Those people, Charlamagne the God, has to be replaced by somebody. So it's like, why can't it be you? At some point, somebody's going to do it. And if everybody kept that mindset of doubt, then nobody would do it. So I really, really had like a whole different day today after having that epiphany and seeing those angel numbers and being reassured. And I met people that... I met another girl named Nia and shout out to her. She has her own business. Um, and I will shout out her company right now. But she, I talked to her and she really changed my perspective too of like, I realized I'm not coming here as a journalist. I'm not coming here as a reporter. I'm coming here as someone who is a creative. And that's completely different than... What everybody else is here for. I need to stop trying to fit who I am into what they are doing because that's secure and that works and that's something real and tangible. I mean, I'm not saying my dreams aren't real and tangible, but that's something that I can dead ass write down on a fucking resume. Like me saying oh, I'm creative is very like you, I create that for myself, but I wouldn't want it any other way, as you see. Because when I try to put myself in that box, it doesn't work. But she reminded me today that she was really like. As a creative, you take the bits and pieces that you want out of this, that fit you. You, If you're not a reporter, don't go to reporters stuff. If you're not a journalist, don't go to that. If that's not what you want to do, don't do that. This can be something you make it. Don't let it be what they make it for you. You know what I mean? So I was really, it really changed my mindset. I really appreciated her and her she has her own business, she's from New York It's called Purposely Maintained So M-A-N-E Tained um, And she has her own hair company And she was really, really dope And I really, really appreciated her As someone, we were almost on the same page It's like, we seen eye to eye She got here through a scholarship I got here through a raffle So it was like, I was meant to meet you So I really appreciated her Because she really opened my eyes Of like, it's okay to be different And it's okay to have a lane that is not so secure But you use that to your advantage because everybody else is saying the same thing they're saying there's 20 people who want to do the same thing but you're somebody who you're different than everybody else and there's no one that's like you that has the same vision as you and at the same time what's for you is going to be for you you know what i mean so like nobody can take what's yours so no matter when you get it it's yours at the end of the day so i just wanted to share that with everybody right now because i felt really 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 good like i feel so good like genuinely i could cry right now i'm not even trying to be funny but like being back in the game and like having my head right of knowing what i want to do because when i don't know what i want to do or i'm there's something that needs to be discovered or like a bigger picture i'm going to pick at it until i understand it so to have this epiphany finally after all these weeks of having like almost writer's block and like what am i going to say to my audience what do they want to hear and like all that stuff i'm just like now i get it and now it's clicking so i really appreciate everybody listening um i also wanted to say too of like keep pushing forward with your content because i received some bad news for all the black creatives i did receive some bad news of something that i really really wanted and i didn't get it but like i like i said before failure does not get me down like failure is like okay i'll just keep trying like you know what i mean it's it's a more so of my own head of like am i good enough to do this do people really fuck with it for real that criticism that i criticize myself i'm my worst critic but other people criticizing me i'm like i don't know i don't know i'm not really worried about that and i'm gonna keep pushing but always remember, like, even if it comes to self-doubt or even if it comes to other people of like the main thing I've learned from this workshops, these workshops and this uh, conference conference is keep pushing forward. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Because hard work dead ass does pay off. And so I'm so young and you guys are mostly like young adults or even if you're older, you have so much time. You have so much more time than you think. And when you are really dedicated to something, you really have like all the skills you need because you've been blessed with them, it's going to do what it needs to do. And it's going to, it's going to slowly grow into the vision you've created for it. And you just got to wait and be patient. And I'm really starting to have fun with this. Like even me, I didn't write anything down for this right now. I just pulled on my mic and was like, we doing this right now. So, and I don't have to edit it either. It flowed. I feel like I was talking to you one on one, and I really appreciate you guys listening and supporting me so much because you don't even know how much that means to me. Like, I can't even believe people even want to hear what I have to say, and people even say, "Oh my God, Gab, you're natural for this, or you can do it." I'm shocked because, I, as you, I be beating myself up in this room, in this bed here, right here, in the middle of the night. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all for real, but I really do fuck with the fact that y'all fuck with me, and I appreciate that. Dead ass. And that's the encouragement I need to can be consistent and just keep building. So I really appreciate everybody listening. The conference isn't even over. It finishes on Sunday. Um, my girls are coming up to see me and we're about to have a good time. I just had to share that with you guys because I feel like it's such valuable information of like keep pushing forward, keep going. Like it's not the end. Your art is yours to own and I'm going to have fun with this. And I feel like I'm having fun right now just sharing this with you guys and being open. So, please subscribe, please like, please follow. As you know, next week or a couple more weeks from now, when I post my next podcast, like, while school's starting because school's about to come up and I have training and all this crazy shit going on. But when school's starting coming up, I'm obviously going to get back into my segments, Ask Brown Girl. I'm thinking about doing some other segments that I'm going to add on there. So, there's going to be a lot more, and I'm really going to invest in this and really, like, enjoy it and let it be my art. So, thank you guys so much for listening. Have a good day, y'all. Follow, subscribe, and like.